Matthew, the 12th chapter this morning is where we're going to find the word of the Lord. Matthew, the 12th chapter, and we're going to look at the 46th verse. And as I said, I promise I won't be before you long. I want a Cheddar Bay biscuit somewhere. Matthew, the 12th chapter, beginning at the 46th verse. When you have it, could you just say amen in here? Amen. Matthew, the 12th chapter, 46th verse, reads like this. While he was still speaking to the people, behold, his mother and his brother stood outside asking to speak to him. But he replied to the man who told them, who is my mother and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand towards his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers, for whosoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and my sister and my mother. I want to extrapolate from the 48th verse, if I have the privilege before you today, the subject that we're going to look at. But he replied to the man who told him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers. Would you just look at a neighbor in here and just repeat the subject we're going to speak from for the next few moments. Look at them and say, neighbor, who is she? Y'all got to look to the other side. It feel like church in here this morning. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, uh, who is she? Put those hands together. Give God a shout of praise. We're going to discover just who she is on this great Mother's Day. Amen. Hallelujah to God. And so, uh, my brothers and sisters, just to be clear, just in case you didn't know by the apparel that I'm wearing in here, I, I have never now nor ever been a woman. So I can only speak from observation and not from experience today. Praise Jesus. But the Bible does declare in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, beginning at the second verse, it says that we ought to honor our fathers and our mothers. It's the first commandment, and that commandment has promise attached to it. The promise is that it may be well with us, and that we may live long upon the earth. And so I just believe that there is a very special kind of anointing that God gives to that extra X chromosome that far surpasses the intellect of every man in this room. There's a grace and a grandeur, there's, there's a gift and a glamour that comes with the packaging of a woman. I wish I had women in here that would talk back to me. Brothers, because I, I, I want you to understand and be reminded of the uncountable value of every lady that you might be sitting next to in this room. You have to remember that they are womb man, womb, womb man, womb man. And it was in the womb, in the womb where the journey of every life that is sitting in this room began. I don't care how strong you may think that you are. I don't care how much money that you think you may have. I don't care how many degrees you might have obtained. I want you to understand that every life that is sitting in this room started out feeble. Every life in this room started out weak. Every life that is sitting in this room needed the strength of a woman to push us, the strength of a woman to birth us, the strength of a woman that would nurture us into our very purpose. Is there anybody in here that understands that we needed a woman? God chose the vehicle of a woman to fill this very room with beating and breathing hearts. But the question that we're asking today is, who is this great woman and what is the role that she plays in the development of a person's life 
She's more than just the person who rubs ointment on your head when you're sick. And, and she's more than just the person that throws wings into the air fryer when you're hungry after class. I don't hear nobody talking back to me. She's more than just the person who takes the glasses off your face when you're sleeping and forget to take them off. She's mom. And here's where I'm going to get in trouble today. Y'all just bear with me. I have to tell the truth. I'm bound by the Bible. The, the truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is, is that if it's done the right way, somebody say the right way. She will be a wife first and a mother second. All right. I said she'll, she'll be a wife of a husband first and then a mother second. I just have to add this in here. I don't want there to be any disrespect amongst any of the women in here. I don't want you to feel any condemnation if that's not exactly your story. But you have to understand that I have the charge to lead a generation into the truth. And so we're seeing too many things that are happening in society right now, in this very day, in this very moment, at this very time, that would suggest the contrary. That, that things that are not so normal are now being normalized. Things that weren't so common are now becoming common. I have to go back to the basics and the foundation and the structure that God has ordained for life. Uh, that, 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 that the Bible says in Mark 6, uh, 10, 10, 6 through 8, it says, but from the very beginning of creation, God made them male. And y'all not talking back to me in here. I said from the very beginning of creation, God made them male and female. And then it says, for this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother, and cleave to his wife. And the twain shall become, somebody say, one flesh. All right, all right. I just want to make sure we have doctrine in here so this way there's no... Look at somebody and say, who is she? Who is she? Who, who is she? Who is she? This, this, this question is a question of identity. This question is a question of distinction. It's a question of characterization. She is a woman, then she is a wife, and then she is a mother. Lord, I feel like having it in here. Today we'll just focus on the mother part because I'm not preaching a women's conference in here and I'm not dealing with a marriage, a getaway, or seminar, so we're just going to focus on being a mother here. Uh, uh, the word mother is used 245 times in the King James Version Bible, and most frequently that word describes the mother as the bond of the family. Uh, the mother is, is seen as the glue of the family. The mother in some households might even be seen as the thermostat of the family. She's able to make a house feel real warm or real cold depending on the day that you find her operating. A mother can make an empty house feel like a home. Is there anybody in here that knows that a mother has the ability to change and guide and keep the family life? I'm not going to be before you long today, and I just want to jump right to the body. I think that some of you have already gotten the point. Can I show you what mothers were in the Bible this morning? Is that all right with you? Uh, the first thing that I, I, I saw when I was looking over some scripture that mothers pray. The Bible shows us that mothers are, are, are people who pray. In the book of 1 Samuel, you will find a story with a woman named Hannah. Pastor West was all in my notes this morning. She really was. Uh, you'll find a story with, with, with a woman named Hannah who could not have children because the Bible declares that God shut up her womb. But just because her womb was shut up 
didn't mean that her faith was shut up. It didn't mean that her prayer life was stifled. And so after being provoked by her, 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 I'll call it the assistant wife because there was another wife that was involved in the picture. Y'all read the story. Uh, uh, there was another woman. There was another woman. And, and she was being provoked because she did not have the ability to produce. She did not have the ability to bear children. But she prayed. And she believed God against the odds that she was standing in. And if you were to look here, she, 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 she had a conversation with God uh, in the 11th verse of the first Samuel, the first test. She said, and she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the infliction of thy handmaid. And remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but will give on to thy handmaid a man-child. Then I will give him on to the Lord all the days of his life. And there shall no razor come upon his head. We need mothers that still pray. We're living in a generation where it seems that prayer is just a, a something of the past. It seems like it's just wishful thinking. But this woman understood that when she came into the presence of God, that there were answers that she could obtain. She understood that she wasn't going to leave without results. She, didn't, she realized she wouldn't leave without resolve. I wonder if we still have mothers in here who still believe in the power of prayer, who understand that you can still reach your child even if you're miles away by lifting up your hands and lifting up your voice and making supplication on their behalf. Prayer changes things. Prayer still has power. Prayer still shakes mountains. Prayer still breaks down strongholds. Prayer still destroys the yoke. Prayer. A mother, a mother, a real mother, a real mother knows how to get on her face and cry out before the Lord and say, have mercy, Lord. Lord, I don't know what's going on in their life, but Father, cover them. Lord, I don't know what's going on, Lord, with their situation, Lord, but Father, I pray that you intercede. Lord, I want you to understand this morning that it's the prayers of the mothers, Lord God, that have brought us this far. You don't even understand the intercession that your ancestors have made on your behalf and the reason why you're standing in this place and standing in this time without scratch, scar, or hindrance is because a mother got on her face on your behalf. A mother prays. Somebody give God praise. I got to get through my points, but I want you to understand a mother prays. It's, it's part of who she is. It's part of who she is. The second thing that I want to drop in your spirit this morning is that mothers have the ability to protect too, brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, mothers are able to protect because they have the wisdom that navigates situations that, that seem to be very contrary and very, very hard-pressing. Mothers protect in Exodus, the second chapter, beginning at the third verse. You'll, you'll find a story about the man named Moses. Y'all know who Moses is. Moses Moses was born. Moses Moses was born during a time when Pharaoh, Pharaoh was asking all of the male children to be killed. He wanted them drowned in a river. But a mother understood that after hiding him for just three months, that I have to cover this baby. This is my baby. This is this is the future. This is purpose. And so I have to take whatever necessary precautions it takes to be able to protect and spare this child's life. If she never would have spared Moses, the people would have never been freed. Y'all not talking back to me in here. So she understood that there was purpose in protecting her child. And even though it may have hurt her, maybe maybe because it took her uh, giving the child up. No mother wants to see their child given away to other things. But mothers, I want you to understand this 
morning that sometimes the only way that you can protect your child is by giving them into the Lord. Say, is there anybody in here that understands that you can't hold on to your child forever, but you got to be able to give them over to the Lord. You got to be able to surrender them over to the Lord. You may not understand what the outcome is. It may look like a hard pressing situation, but you have to understand that if they're in the Lord's hand, then they'll be covered. They'll be covered. They'll be protected. They'll be provided for. And so she put her in the basket and float them down the river and she was spent he was spared and he was raised up to deliver all of the Israelites is there anybody in here this morning that understand that a mother has the ability to protect her child I want you give God a shout of praise I'm just talking about mothers in here I'm just talking about mothers it's, I'm just talking about mothers in here uh, mothers have wisdom not only do they protect, not only do they pray, but mothers have wisdom. Wisdom that I still to this very day cannot fathom. The Bible declares in Proverbs 31 where you will find the, 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 the commonplace scripture of a virtuous woman. Proverbs the 31st uh, uh, chapter, the 26th verse will tell you that she opens her mouth with wisdom. She opens her mouth with, she don't just speak of her own accord. She doesn't speak without thinking first, but a, but a mother knows how to massage things. She knows how to speak to make things go the way they need to. A woman that is, has class, a, a woman, a mother that has charisma, a woman that has the wisdom of God knows how to open up her mouth. And then it says in her tongue is the law of kindness. A woman knows how to speak sweet things to you. A woman knows how to, 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 to comfort you. A woman knows how to make you feel as though everything is all right. And it's because of this that she looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. But the 28th verse says that her children rise up and call that woman blessed. And her husband also praises her. I want you to understand that women that have wisdom are on the rise of, of controlling and walking into the very things that God needs to do in this time, in this day, on the earth. A woman that is able to open up their mouth with class and dignity. A woman that's able to speak to power. A woman that's able to govern. A woman, y'all not talking back to me in here. A woman that has wisdom, the wisdom of God to be able to mitigate situations is a woman that is to be praised. We walk into too many people that don't know how to study to be quiet. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to speak what he's given me. Uh, sometimes saying too much is too much. Uh, sometimes women have to have this understanding of, of when it is I need to hush and when it is I need to charge. There, there has to be a strategy in how a woman uses the tool of her mouth. There's wisdom that goes along with it. You don't just fire everything that comes to mind because some things that you shoot out of your mouth, you may not be able to take back. But a wise woman knows when to speak and a, and a wise woman knows when her silence speaks louder than her words. Am I talking to any sisters in here today? I, I know, I know, I'm just, I know, I'm just this, this boy standing up here. I don't know nothing about it. Listen, wisdom is found in a mother's mouth. Mothers have the characteristic of faith. Mothers have unwavering faith. Mothers have the ability 
to pass down the faith that they have to each generation. I wouldn't be standing here proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ if it wasn't for a woman by the name of Elaine. My grandmother who, who, who sucked me in her hallway and made me read the Lord's Prayer, she trained me up in the way that I should go, that when I would get older, I wouldn't depart from it. A woman has the ability to impart faith into her children. Second Timothy, the first chapter, the fifth verse, you will find a, a, a text message. I like calling it a text message because it was an epistle, it was a letter. And so to me, they're just really long text messages. That's how I see it. So, so, so you find a text message from Paul to Timothy. Paul to Timothy, the, the relationship between Paul and Timothy was that Paul was like a father in the faith to him. And, and he's giving instruction and giving encouragement to his son Timothy who is overseeing the affairs of the church of Ephesus. And, and he's talking to him and he says, when I call to remembrance the unfade faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois, and then in your mother Eunice, I am persuaded also that the same faith, somebody look at somebody and say the same faith, the same faith is also deposited down in you. I want you to understand this morning that a mother, a real mother, a real mother got a check of faith that they can put into the bank of a child's life that will be good, that they can cash, that they can pull on. When you teach your child how to pray, when you teach your child how to call on the name of the Lord, when you teach them that there's nobody greater than Jehovah, when you teach them how to praise him in spite of your soul, when you teach them how to walk worthy of his calling on your life, when you teach them. You have to understand that it doesn't depart. There are mothers that have gone on, but what they've instilled down inside of their children is still bubbling on the end. They can't get away from the memories. I can't get away from the memories of seeing my Nana sitting in the rocking chair in her house and, and cutting up apples from me and singing swing low, sweet cherry. I can't get away from the memories of being in church and watching her say praise him, pray. I can't get away from the memories of hearing my mother pray uh, in the midnight hour. I can't get away from the memories of seeing these wonderful women, these wonderful women who are positioned to impart everything everything that I needed for my faith down inside of my life. And I wonder if there's anybody in here that has that same testimony this morning that understand that you had a woman that was put in your life strategically. God allowed you to be surrounded in certain circles. God allowed you to be encountering of certain women that were able to put down the faith that you needed to overcome every situation that needed to impart into you everything that you needed to overcome all the obstacles of your life. If there's anybody in here this morning that understands that it's the prayers of a woman that it's the faith of a woman that it's the protection of a woman that's able to shape and shift and mold you into everything that you're supposed to be I want you to give God praise in here for every mother that's ever encountered over your life I don't care if they were a school counselor I don't care if they were a kindergarten teacher I don't care if they were the woman that lived around the corner that used to cook dinners for you I want you to understand this morning that mothers are essential to the very growing of our society every woman in this room who has the ability to produce, who has the ability to nurture, who has the ability to foster. God has called you and raised you up just to take us further into our destiny. He's given you the wisdom to open up your mouth and to speak words of kindness in the time of turmoil. He's given you the ability to be able to love any child no matter what the situation is in their life, no matter what it is that they're up against. I wonder if there's any 
mothers in here that understand that they're a virtuous woman, that they were just built this way, that God just put it down inside of them to be caring and considerate, to be sweet and compassionate. Do I have any mothers in this house this morning that can give God praise for giving you the ability to be a Cretan mother? Open up your mouth and give God praise. I have to get out of here because reservation time is coming. But I thank God for mothers. I thank God for the sacrifices that they make. Y'all don't even understand some of the things that mothers have to go through. They show up smiling and they show up smelling good for you. But when they're in their private place, when they're in their secret place, when they're behind closed doors, warring on the family's behalf, warring on the husband's behalf, warring on the children's behalf, when they're crying out, Lord, have mercy. I don't understand what's going on in the household, but I know that I have the ability to stand in the gap. As the mother of this house, I understand that I'm able to keep the ship afloat if I can just keep peace if I can just keep calmness if I can just be a voice of reason I understand that my family will be alright is there anybody in here that understands that mothers uh, mothers have an essential role in our life mothers cannot be done away with I don't understand what's going on in society where nowadays we can have a man dress up as a woman you don't have the ability to do what a mother can do. You can't cradle a child like a mother can cradle a child. You can't discern like a mother can discern. You can't caress like a mother can caress. There's something about a mother that you just can't mess around with. There's something about a mother that you cannot imitate. There's something about a mother that has to be genuine. You have to understand now that we cannot be playing around with what it is a mother is I don't understand what's going on in this society everybody wants to be this that or the other but you have to understand that there's a lane that God has described for you I understand I'm getting in trouble on social media but I have to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ I have to preach the truth of his word the Bible declares that a woman has the ability to produce uh, the reason why they're called a woman uh, is because they have the housing uh, they have the mechanisms uh, they have the mechanics uh, to be able to carry a beautiful burden uh, deep down on the inside of them that's why Jesus didn't talk though the angel didn't talk to Joseph the angel went and talked to Mary and said hell Mary full of grace uh, the Lord has found favor with you I'm getting ready to put a deposit down on the inside of you I'm getting ready to entrust you with my only son this is not a job for a man but I need you to be delicate I need you to be wise because what I'm putting down on the inside of you is gonna save all mankind and so he trusted the womb of a woman to carry Jesus to his final destination because I feel like talking about Jesus in here can I go back to the subject text Jesus uh, was found talking with the disciples uh, 
man, when the disciples uh, were gathered all around him, uh, a certain man understood that his mother and his and his brothers were standing outside of the vicinity. And it seemed that he wanted to have a word with them. It seemed that they wanted to have a conversation with Jesus. And Jesus gives us an even better definition of what a woman and what a mother really is. I feel like preaching in here and I only got 10 more minutes uh, in Matthew the 12th chapter beginning at the 46th verse it says while he was still speaking to the people behold his mothers and brothers stood on the outside asking to speak with him but he replied to the man who told him who is look at somebody and say who is who is my mother and who are my brothers my mother and my brothers are the ones that do my will is there anybody in here that still wants to do the will on the Lord for your life Jesus made it clear that those that are related to him Jesus made it clear that those that walk alongside him Jesus made it clear that those that hold the title of intimacy have to do his will do I have any mothers in the house this morning that still desire to do his will I understand your mama may be able to cook I understand your mama may be able to clean I understand your mama may be a good advocate I understand that your mother might be a good cheerleader, but is she able to do the will of God? Is she able to walk according to his promises? Is she able to stand in his statutes? Is she able to discern between right and wrong? I want you to understand this morning, Jesus is interested in those that delight in his will. Mary, I know you're about to get married, but will you do my will? I know people may not understand the thing that I put on your life but when you do my will people might have other manner of evil to say against you but I want to know will you do my will is there any mother in here this morning that understands that your true posture is to do the will of the Lord for your life is to stand in his promises is to proclaim his authority is to be gracious to your families is there anybody in here that still desires the will of the Lord that understands that there's safety in the will of the Lord I tried in my own ways. I tried to do things the way I thought was best. I tried to use the very best of my intellect. But I understand this morning because mama taught me well. Son, stay in his will. I don't care what comes up against you in your life. Stay in his will. Friends might walk away from you. Stay in his will. You might see money come and go, but stay in his will. Doors might shut in your face, but stay in his will. Is there anybody in this house this morning that says I'm gonna stay in his will? I dare you slap about two people sitting next to you and say, neighbor, I'm gonna stay in his will. No matter what the cost is, mama train me well. I will stay in his will. I will do what he asks. There is one thing that I desire of the Lord, and that one thing will I seek after, just to dwell in the house of the Lord all of the days of my life. Jesus said that those that do my will, they can be associated with me. Is there anybody in this house this morning that just wants to be associated with Jesus? I understand that me walking alongside 
without him. Me doing what it tells me I should do. It's only for my good. I may not understand everything that happens, Pastor West, but I understand it's working for my good. I understand that all things, all things, all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Is there anybody in this house this morning on this Mother's Day 2022 that understand that you've been called for a purpose? Are there mothers in this house this morning? It doesn't matter how seasoned you are, but God has a purpose for your life. That's why you got out of the bed this morning. That's why you're still breathing. That's why you're still thinking. It's because there's more deposits that the people need from your life. God spared you through the pandemic for a purpose. And it's time for an impartation. It's time for an impartation. It's time for you to speak words of wisdom. It's time for you to speak words of knowledge. It's time for you to teach the saints how to pray again. It's time for you to teach the saints how to fast again. It's time for you to teach the saints how to praise again. It's time for you to take us back to the foundation things uh, that brought us this far. If there's anybody in here that understand the benefit of a mother, give God a shout of praise. Oh, I thank God. I thank God for every mother. I thank God for every woman that has walked into my life and taught me how to do things the right way. Son, you're trying too hard. Work smarter, don't work harder. Son, I want you to understand huh, that you being angry, huh, it's not gonna solve anything. Huh. You have to learn how to walk in grace. Huh. That's things that only a mother can teach you. I don't hear nobody talking back to me in here. Everybody's standing. Everybody's standing. Jesus said, those that do my will, those are the ones who I will call my mother, my father, my sister, my brother, those who are in the will. We would not have made it this far without the wisdom that the mothers have poured into our lives. Some people in here today might, might say, well, you know, Brother Brett, I, I didn't really know my mother that much. I, I, didn't, I didn't know her. We didn't have the best of relationships. She didn't, she didn't really teach me. But God allowed you to be put in circles and to be put in circumstances with women that were able to impart into your life and give you everything that you needed so that you could break that generational curse of dysfunction in the relationship so that perhaps after you've been raised up, you can go back and reconcile. I don't know why the Lord put that on my heart this morning because I there's so much pain sometimes in relationships that that they're distant they're disconnected 
And even saying the word mother to some people in here might be a, a pain. Mother, I didn't have a she, she left. But God kept you and spared you and put you in the right places to be raised up for such a time as this. Did you know that Jesus was a child first? Mm. Did, did you know that Jesus was a child first? Before he was able to save all of mankind from their sins? Did, did you know that it was Mary's baby? That was the one that was given the responsibility to bring about reconciliation to the entire world? Sometimes mothers don't even understand the very thing to the magnitude of the very thing that they're carrying. That what's inside of their womb, what they birthed, was put here to bring them forward, to bring them into their healing, to bring them into their reconciliation, to bring them into their abundance. I don't hear anybody talking back to me. Sometimes it's a child. And you're the vehicle that God decided to use to get that child here. Yeah. Today, I want to give you that opportunity to know that child that Mary brought into the world. He's my best friend. He, he, he's the only one that I call on when I don't understand the things going on in my life. And when I tell you that I talk to him more now than I ever do, I ever did before, because a mother had to teach me the importance of being in constant communication with him. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, lean not to your own understanding and all of your ways, acknowledge him. And son, I promise you that even years after I leave the earth, he will direct your path. I want to give you the opportunity to get to know this Jesus, this, this Jesus that's so in love with you that no matter what situations, what circumstances, what circles you might have been put in in your life, he loves you. He loves you and he desires to be so connected to you. He, he knows everything that you're dealing with, every burden that you've come in this room bearing, everything that is weighing on you, things you don't understand, things you're still trying to figure out. Jesus is the answer. That's what a mother taught me. Jesus is an answer. Jesus is the answer. The answer. The only answer. And so at this time, with every head bowed, every eye closed in this sanctuary, this is a sensitive moment. Because somebody's mother, somebody's grandmother, somebody's great-grandmother was praying for this very moment. For the day that their child, that their lineage would, would come and run back into the arms of Jesus Christ. If there's one in this house this morning that says, Brett, I want to get to know that Savior. I want to get to know that Redeemer. I want to know love for real. I, I want to know the one who can guide me, who can cover me, who can protect me. The one that mama used to talk about in the kitchen while she was cutting food up. I want to know that Jesus, the one that made my mother cry when she called. I want to know that Jesus, the one that she was passionate. I want to know that Jesus with every head bowed, every eye closed in this house. Would you just raise that hand? Just lift that hand up ever so gently. Nobody is looking. There's no condemnation. There is nothing that can hinder you from the love of Jesus Christ. If that's you in this morning, would you just raise that hand? Raise that hand. Raise, raise that hand. 
God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Some, come on, somebody. Put your hands together for those in this house this morning that have decided to come back into the bosom of Jesus Christ for their life. We want to co-join even as we would do in the house with those that are watching online today that say that I want to know who Jesus is. I want to be in a more intimate relationship with him. I want to know the Jesus, the God of my mother. Would every hand be lifted in this house? Can we pray together? Is that all right? Everyone just repeat after me. Say, Father, I need you. Jesus, I need you. I want to know you. My mother talked about you. But now I want to know you for myself. Wash me. Cleanse me from all of my sin. Make me new. Make me a new creation just with you. Well, Father, every one of those that have prayed this prayer today, Lord, I pray, Father, that you would, Lord God, that you would wash them from the inside out, Lord. Change their minds, Lord God. I pray that you would renew their minds, rekindle them, Lord God. Lord God, I pray that you would put them back on the potter's wheel, Lord. Shake them, mold them, shift them into everything that they're supposed to be, Lord. Father, we thank you for the prayers that were lifted up, Lord God, even generations ago for this moment, for this time, Lord God, for the child to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Lord God, we pray today that the change that is taking place in all of these that have confessed the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, Father God, that it would never be undone. Satan, you have lost. You have lost this child. You have lost this battle. You have lost the war. Jesus has given the victory today. And so, Father, we thank you today. Lord God, I pray that you have them to be baptized in your name, Father, filled with the Holy Spirit, that wonderful gift of the Holy Spirit that will lead them and guide them into all truth. And to this, all the people of God would declare amen and amen. Would you give God a shout of praise in this house this morning? Hallelujah. Come on for all of those that have come back into the fold of the family. Hallelujah. 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 Nana is years away, but if she could see right now what she prayed, the smile that would be on her face, the smile that would be on her face. We're getting ready to be dismissed from this house this morning. We're getting ready to be dismissed from this house this morning. We want to encourage every one of you to join us this upcoming week. Uh, did y'all enjoy that mental health panel that took place this past Wednesday night? Y'all not doing anything like here, you really believe. Listen, that mental health panel was so necessary, so critical, so crucial for everything that is going on, even after a global pandemic. We need to take this time to evaluate our minds, amen? And so this Wednesday, we will be right back here at Perfecting Faith Church, and there will only be men this, this Wednesday. Somebody say amen. Come on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need some brothers in here to say amen. All right, I just need to hear the bass. That's, that's what it is. All right, Pastor West. Thank you so much, Pastor Don. I need to hear the bass, you know. Yeah, it's going to be us. Because we have things that we need to discuss too, amen? And we need a safe space. So for those of you sisters that are going to go on a live stream and you want to hear men's talk, well, you know, amen. But this is for brothers, amen? This is for brothers. And so we welcome all of you that are in the vicinity to come and join us right here at Perfecting Faith Church and even watch by live stream as we discuss some barbershop talk. Amen. Amen. It's going to get real. It's going to get real. We're going to have some real conversation. Everybody standing in this house, we're getting ready to be dismissed. We're getting ready to be dismissed. Happy Mother's Day to every mother in this house. Every mother. I, I am a son to so many in here. I am a niece, a nephew to so many in here. 
And I thank God for all of those wonderful mothers that, that constantly they're praying for me and they're covering me and they're encouraging me. God bless every single one of you. And I pray that you enjoy the rest of this day. Get something good to eat. Get Y'all not talking about that. I said get something good to eat. Get you some steak, some shrimp, some something. Save me a doggy bag or something, you know. I'm, just, I, I'm not trying to say nothing, you know. I'm just, you know. If you can't finish it, just call me. You can, anyway. Praise the Lord. Let, let every hand be lifted in here. We're getting ready to be dismissed. Father, we thank you for everything that took place in this house this morning. Father, we thank you for your move. We thank you for reminding us, Lord God, what a real mother is, Lord. Lord God, for all the benefits of mothers, Lord God, that they pray, they protect, Lord God, that they're able to cover us, Lord God. They have words of wisdom, and Lord, they ultimately do your will. Father God, I thank you for every mother that's in here. I pray strength, Lord God, that you continue to use them, guide them, Lord God, to raise up children, Lord God, in this generation. Father, as we get ready to leave this place, but never ever your presence, Lord, we thank you that the angels of the Lord are already given charge to be over us, Lord God, to watch over us in all of our ways. Until the next time we should come back into this place to lift up your holy and righteous name, we will forever give you all of the glory, all of the honor, and all the praise that is due to your name. And to this, all the people of God would say amen. And amen.